Hey guys, this is The Honest Mum, here to let you know, if you're going a little cray cray, you're not alone. I've gone out in search of other mums to find out, is it me or is this effing crazy heart? Obviously, hearing your story, you obviously had difficulties with breastfeeding. Do you think perhaps that is the reason why I didn't have the euphoric sense that everyone else did? Because well, it's a bit hard to feel euphoric with that pain. Yes, for a start. I mean, that pain is just excruciating. People it's, talk about it being a good pain. People talk about it being powerful and trying to be at one with your body. And they talk about... Yeah, and, and I would wonder, I wonder how many people who are saying that actually have experienced it. Do you think they're lying? Do you think they're faking it? That's what I, the podcast is. Are you faking it? Are you pretending? Why do you think they don't want to talk about it? I guess they want to acknowledge that those things come along with the pregnancy and they're just, they're so, you know, involved in that whole image of, you know, it's wonderful, it's a dream, you know, it's a, a bit like a wedding. You know, some people put so much time and effort and on the dress, you know, the reception, you know, the flowers, but then they don't look at the relationship and that's what's important. Like the reception is one day. What about? Feeling beautiful and no, I didn't feel beautiful. I, I just not felt feel huge. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Or do you think those women are fucking lying? I think they are definitely. There must be. By the time the midwife who had helped me, like the following day, I'd actually wrecked my nipples, and uh, the worst thing was because he was really hungry. I was just spent my entire first six weeks with him, yes. either feeding him the bottle or being on the pump breast, you know, expressing milk. And then my nipple would crack or something and it would fill the milk with blood and I wouldn't have milk for him and I'd have to start again. It was just a struggle. I, I remember one time just sitting there in absolute tears because it was so hard. And just getting yelled at because I was going to put the baby off his milk or something because I was crying. Before you got pregnant, what did you think being pregnant would be like? Oh, I thought it would be wonderful because oh. so many women say, oh, oh, I love being pregnant. I oh, love having a baby go inside. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, yeah, no, I'm not having a great time. Not exactly. And then as the pregnancy progressed, then obviously I, I got bigger, um, it just got hard to sleep. It got harder to move around. Um, I had pains everywhere. I couldn't even put my shoes on towards the end. I couldn't get dressed properly. I had to, you know, get my husband to help me, you know, put my undies on. Oh, <laughs> and that's how bad he got. First thought I had about him, they lifted him up and I saw, I was like, fuck, I can't put him back now. Fuck, I can't put him back now. Fuck, I can't put him back now. That was my first thought. And then, um, (laughs) and then I felt really guilty. And then we went back to the room, and I was like, "Oh, you know, maybe I've made a mistake. What have I done? Like, what what does this mean for me?" What you see is that it's supposed to be the happiest time of your life, and you're supposed to feel elated. And I didn't feel that. And my my ex and I split up. I think he was about eight weeks old, and I was by myself then, like very much by myself. But I genuinely had other thoughts going in my mind. Mm. Other thoughts that no one talks about and oh, seems yeah. to be really common. Other thoughts like, 
I don't think I'm mother material. Mm, mm. I think I've bitten off way more than I can chew. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that, that I can do this, but mm. at the same time, I know that I can't give her back. So I'm just going to have to yeah. just put up yeah. with this. Yeah. And um, why do you think people don't talk about that? Because I think people, because I used to not say it because I used to feel like people would say they're like they're thinking when I said stuff like that would be you don't love your child Mm. but I love her so much it's giving me this anxiety anxiety. yeah yeah. because I want to get it right because I don't want to disappoint her or let her down so I never so I'd be like oh I can't sleep she's just so annoying but I love her like I'd always say but I love her and it's like some people said you don't have to say but you love her like we know you love her I'm starting to question if me and you are the odd one out. Are other people faking it or not? I think so because if you look at it like, alright, so when with with us with our children, obviously there's a, a hormonal thing that happens. Now I thought that it was just because I had Marcus via cesarean. Okay. I thought that it was because he didn't. It wasn't birth naturally. Okay. I mean, um, felt all the fucking pain, but he just didn't want to come out. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I thought it was because of that. I was like, this is maybe the reason why I have no, con- you know, in this connection you're talking. So I wasn't not able to, I wasn't not able to care for him. Um, there was nothing that I wouldn't do for him. Yeah. But I think that that was on a very, like, very instinctual, basic instinct. It was not, I don't think, I don't think love came into that. No, I agree with you. For me, motherhood was meant to be like my mum. She stayed at home and looked after the three of us and cooked and loved and, you know, sewed and did the domestic goddess bit. And there I am trying to look after a baby who was full of colic and wind at three o'clock in the morning and breastfeeding him in my waterbed because, you know what, I had to work the next day. So fuck this idea that I had to keep him out of a waterbed in case I killed him. That was the best thing for me, and that's what we did. And then I also had to manage Paul and his ability to help at whatever level he could. But I developed a chocolate addiction because parenting was not what I expected it to be. Yeah. And so I turned to sugar to um, give me the joy that I... I thought it would bring that it did bring, um, and it, you know that that being said, I love the kid. Like he was just this lovely little creature, and I adored him. You know, once we got home and got settled, but I had no idea how to keep this human alive. Really, it was just it was a bit hit me. The first couple of nights, I just felt frozen. Paul's mother was a boomer. Like she would always say to me, "Oh, he hasn't got shoes. He hasn't got socks on his feet. He'll get colic." That's not what gives a kid, gives a kid colic, Mum. That is not what gives a kid colic. And, oh, man. Um, oh, when they make shit up. Oh. Well, no, they don't make shit up. That's what she firmly believed because of what she'd been told. So the verdict's out, guys. If you're wondering why everything's a mess and not like the movies, you're not alone. Everyone's losing their shit. So let's stop the charade saying we can't imagine life without our little unicorns. You know you imagine that shit at least once or twice since he or she was born. And you know what? That's okay. We know you love them. So head up, chin up, soldier on.